Alex, I told you for the last time you cannot blow up the sun, so stop asking. I have a podcast to record. Oh, shoot, I already pushed play. Mm, I'll keep it. So, welcome to my podcast, um, Post Credits. I'm your host, Jacob Cook, and this is my very first podcast, my very first podcast episode. So if it's a little rough, that's why. If not, great. So, what I will be doing is I will be studying what movies did right and what they did wrong, as well as what I personally thought of them and how they were overall. Now, everyone knows the basic things that you judge a movie on, you know, acting and plot lines, special effects, all that stuff. However, while I will be doing that, I will be going in further and analyzing some other things that I think are also important for movies. So, one of the things that I'll be considering is how true they were to the original book or the original movie, since there's a lot of remakes. There is nothing worse for me than when a movie just derails completely from the book. I had a book um, that was called Swindle as a kid. It was basically about a guy who swindles a bunch of kids out of a rare baseball card by telling them it's fake. The guy... The kid needed the money to not move away from his friends. They break into his house, the whole operation. It's an amazing book. I read it like at least 50 times as a kid. And then there was a movie made out of it. It was a TV movie. Like it was only shown on TV. Thank goodness. And they just completely messed it up. Like characters were changed. Characters were cut left out random characters were thrown in the plot line was off the characters were annoying it was just horrible and i hated it and i got really annoyed by it so that's why i will be saying how true it is to the original slash book now i know it doesn't have to be perfect word for word although that'd be nice but it's not i get that but It'd be nice if it was at least close, like, okay, yeah, I could get this. Also, it's fine if there's, like, multiple books and, like, an element from the second book is added to the first one, as long as it doesn't matter. I'm thinking of Diary of a Wimpy Kid, by the way, like, I'm pretty sure they may have done that. It's been a while since I've seen that. Oh, yeah, they made the fourth one third, and I'm pretty sure they just cut parts from the third one. Anyways, um, I'm getting ahead of myself. Um... It is possible that you change some of it and it still turns out good. Like Jurassic Park was a phenomenal book, also a phenomenal movie. They changed a pretty important part, I'd say, but it still worked out perfectly fine. Um, I thought it was great, so don't hold it against them. Um, and now as for making it with the original books, or movies, sorry, um... It's a bit on more thin ice, because you could be messing with people's childhood. Like, if you mess it up, then that would not... That you just... You basically messed up on a big part of their childhood. So, that's a bit thin ice, but if you're able to pull it off, then that's great. Um, So, that's one thing. Um, Another thing is the hidden... If there's a hidden agenda... Ooh, scary subliminal messaging, mind control... Probably not as severe as that, but... Or a lesson or a commentary. (laughs) Like, for instance... 
you can have a lesson without being preachy. Like, for instance, if the lesson is just hit over your head constantly and you get tired of it, okay, that's a bit excessive. But, like, the Twilight Zone, at least the at least in original ones, I, I've only seen one episode of the older one. I'm sure it's good. I, the, the one I, the episode I saw was good. Anyways, the Twilight Zone, it always had a lesson to it, and it was always a bit on social commentary or a lesson. But normally the big thing it went along hand-in-hand hand with the twist... And it always was amazing and it wasn't preachy. It was always a great thing. And also, we're living in the Twilight Zone right now. 2020, people. And um, if there's a hidden agenda... Now, <clears throat> there's some gray area with this, I feel. As much as I hate gray area, I'm going to have to address it. The gray area is simply this. You can analyze... Anything, overanalyze anything to make a hidden agenda out of it. You could analyze, like, heck, Diary of a Wimpy Kid as an agenda. Now, what that agenda is, I'm not sure. Um, not just, I don't know. Um, but I feel like people go way overboard with overanalyzing agendas. Like, for instance, in X-Men, the first X-Men, there was a human who was a villain who was trying to make mutants illegal or something. Wait, how would you ban a whole group of people? Anyways, um, there was to make humans illegal. And, or no, make mutants illegal. He was a human, he was a sender. Sender Kelly, I think it was. And he was Republican. <gasps> they hate Republicans. Is this saying all Republicans are bad? No. There's two political parties, people. You take out a coin, you flip it, and you flip it. Heads Republican, he's a Republican. That's probably all it was. Just, if the agenda is like blatant in your face all out there, then yeah, it has an agenda, and people normally don't like agenda being shoved down their throats when they're just trying to enjoy a movie with their family. Um, commentary, that's another important one. Like, for instance, the movie The Mist has some interesting commentary. I saw The Mist last year. I'll be doing an episode of The Mist, by the way. And, um... <clears throat> yeah, there's some commentary about how people respond in a crisis. Oh, look at that. We're pretty much living in... We're living in a crisis right now. Although it's not, like, as extreme as in The Mist, but... It still has some interesting commentary on it. Um, also, another thing I need to say. <laughs> I will be doing spoilers. Now, I hate spoilers way too much. But I will have to be doing spoilers in order to thoroughly analyze and deliver it. Because the ending is an important part of the, of the whole thing. Of a movie. Um, so I will be doing spoilers. Um, I'll remind everyone previously about what... About how I will be doing spoilers. But, you know, just thought I'd throw that out now. Another thing is, is there really a need for it? I mean, is it just a blatant crash grab? Or does it actually add something to it? Like, there's movies out there that, like... Like, okay, we get it already. Just enough. But there are movies that are 
um, needed sometimes, like sequels. Like, you can't have Avengers Infinity War without having Avengers Endgame. Do you know how upsetting that would be? That would just suck. I would hate it. It would be a total nightmare. But sometimes you don't really need anything. But it's still enjoyable. Like, um, I know it's the sequel. Apparently, um, like, to get The Shining, you don't need Doctor Sleep with it. You could see The Shining and just have that be the end, and that's fine, because it's a great standalone. However, if you see Doctor Sleep, it goes a little bit more into what The Shining is. You get it a little bit more, and also you need to see The Shining to see Doctor Sleep. Not vice versa, because if you get... Doctor Sleep, and you don't see The Shining, it would just be not as... It would still be good, I think. You could probably get the plot line, but it won't be as mm, impactful, I guess. Like, when I saw it, I was geeking out with my mom and sister because there are some amazing things in Doctor Sleep. Great movie, really solid movie. Another thing that I will try to be doing is, as much as possible... Setting aside my personal thoughts for the actor, if it's not severe. Like, for instance, um, everyone seems to hate on Brie Larson for what she is, for what she said that one time. I'm not going to get into it too much, um, but people just got really mad. Like, some people even tried to boycott her film by seeing Attila Battle Angel on her release date, but when I heard about that, I was already in the theater for Captain Marvel, so... Eh, sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Um, but I feel like that thing, it's her own opinion. And um, she's entitled to her own opinion, so I'll try to be separating my personal thoughts about the actor or actress. And I will be judging the movie fairly based on that. And also, if I give the movie a bad review, it's literally a disservice to everyone else involved. Like, not only just the actors, but the whole cast and crew. Like, if I didn't like Captain Marvel and I gave it a bad review, yes, it's affecting Brie Larson, but it's also affecting Clark Gregg, who plays Phil Coulson from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Marvel. It's Samuel Jackson, who played a big role. It's everyone. I would even argue it's to Stan Lee, too, who created Captain Marvel and, as everyone knows, makes amazing cameos in all the films. It's also a disservice to all the people you see during credits, like even those who you don't know, like the gaffer, the best boy grip, rigging, all that stuff. <clears throat> That's just a disservice to everyone else involved. Um, yeah, so uh, that's basically what I'm going to be doing, people. Um, I'll just be analyzing movies, telling them what they did wrong. Right, wrong, there will be spoilers for all of them. So yeah, um, thanks for watching. I hope you tune in whenever I post next. It's quarantine, so it'll probably be pretty soon. All right, and roll credits.